prepared to enter a world stranger than you have ever imagined. The world of witchcraft, magic, and ritual. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Streaming Dead podcast. I am your host, Jesus Web 669 from Beam and uh, Twitch, but I'm not going to be Twitch for much longer. I am officially going to move uh, my uh, streaming crap over to, to Beam on a full-time basis. Um, Twitch is just a little too oversaturated. I got to make some moves. Um, I'm not going anywhere. On, uh, I'm not making progress on Twitch, um, which isn't all Twitch's fault. I mean, some of it's my fault, but I think I have a better, better chance. And uh, I think uh, Beam, Beam uh, has uh, some <clears throat> more opportunity there, uh, especially from uh, what they're going to be doing uh, December or January integrating uh, Beam into uh, Microsoft Windows and, um, you know, really trying to go for a little bit of a push, so. And I think I'm going to like going, uh, just streaming on one service instead of the dual streaming I've been doing. And all that jazz, I know it's been a while, um, it's been a while since I've done a podcast, probably since the 1st of October. So this is turning out to be <clears throat> a podcast a fucking a podcast a month almost. Um, but you know, I don't know. I just get uh, get down in the mouth about things and and uh, you know, streaming has gone so <clears throat> so spectacular and uh, the podcasts. Um, uh, I have a prob- real problem with getting them, getting them heard, uh, at least on YouTube and whatnot. SoundCloud's, SoundCloud has, uh, I have some decent hits. I don't know. I think it's just a matter of just continuing to do them and uh, pushing forward and hopefully uh, just be able to reach some more people. Uh, I don't have all the time in the world and with job stress and... Uh, it was job stress, definitely during the holidays. You know, a lot of people are in my company are getting laid off, um, so I have that stress to deal with. I have the stress of not really making progress on uh, on my uh, my hobbies and stuff that I like to do, um, because you know I, I like to see some some forward momentum. You know, it's just it's not that I would like uh, to make a you know have a career or or I know I'm not going to have a career in doing streaming or, or podcasting and stuff full time, but I like to see some, you know, some progress and maybe uh, have one or the other um, take care of a bill here or two, um, you know, try to be a little bit more financially stable The because the, my job is just, um, it's hard. It's just been fucking hard. I don't know. There's nothing else to say about it. It's been rough. I've been saving, trying to try not to spend as much, and you know, I got fucking bills up the ass, tax. I still got back taxes to pay that I'm trying to be pay on. I, you know, last week was a real kind of eye opener. I had 
I had twenty dollars in my um, in my bank account for a whole week, and uh, it was the first time that I was ever really worried about gas, um, not having gas in my car. I know it's just fucking. You know, you think you have, yeah, it's you think you have a, a salary job or a full time job, and just shit hits you. You get overdrawn. You get a fucking late fee. Um, before you know it, you're not eating lunch and you're worrying about fucking gas. So, yeah, it sucks, man. It's a real fucking, it's a real eye-opener and nothing that I want, um, and nothing that I want to do going forward. And, uh, and it's not that I've been frivolously spending anything, really. I haven't had money to really spend, uh, frivolously, just bills and whatnot, but, uh. All right. Well, enough for the depressing shit. Uh, I know it's been a it's been a while. Just trying to explain why I haven't been as motivated to get a podcast and whatnot up. Um, but that's you know. But we're correcting that today. You know, there's a lot of things that have happened in October, game wise, in the video game world, and the fucking in the. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, certainly the TV realm of Walking Dead. And uh, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the premiere episode of The Walking Dead, I suggest you fucking leave immediately because we will be talking about that um, in full and uh, amongst other shows and whatnot and movies and all that good stuff. I have, I do have some drinkage uh, here. I plan on, we're going to make some fake blood and... Um, because Halloween is tomorrow. Um, we're going to go out and look at what kind of supplies I have in my bins for, for Halloween decorations and get all that stuff. Talk about that stuff, get that stuff organized. And, uh, you know, so I don't know how long this is going to be. It might be a little, might be a little bit longer of a, of a podcast, but hey, we're just hanging out. Going to, uh, pop a horror movie on. I'm going to go to my vault. I pulled out. A big box of uh, horror uh, DVDs, and we're gonna go pick one, put it on, uh, enjoy this nice fall day. It's a little wet out, but it's chilly. It's definitely has that fally flavor in the air. Uh, you know, I got the house decorated with pumpkins and all that shit. So it should be a good time. Oh, and news, by the way, Miss Rosie graduated from her puppy school so my little girl is a graduate she got a little certificate and everything and it wasn't just a pity graduation it actually she did she's chewing on something she shouldn't right now she actually uh did all the work and uh, we 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 uh we practiced with her she learned all her commands her sit her down um she passed her final test, which was uh, coming to your voice. Uh, she, she goes, when you're in PetSmart, the instructor will, will have Rosie, then you'll go to the other side of the store and call her, and she has to find, find you. And she did that really well. Um, all her greetings, when she greets people, she doesn't jump on them. So all the basic fundamentals that you want, uh, you want a good dog um, to have, and she has now, so... It's good, you know, I always, I thought that it was kind of a rip-off, didn't really want to do the training thing, but if, if anything, the training 
puppy school and puppy training uh, just gets you, there's things you can do on your own, sure. You could look on the internet and read it. It just keeps you, it, it sets a goal for you and sets a, um, a precedent for you to actually practice with her because you have a class to go to. You have to be held accountable. So for me, that was actually a really good thing. Uh, we worked with Rosie, went to the class. The class is only it's an hour or less. It's probably about 45 minutes. Not a big deal. She signed up for the intermediate stuff where she'll, she'll learn how to go to her, go to her spot and stay um, in different things, more advanced commands. So, but I was happy with her. She always knew she was real smart. Um, and uh, she definitely proved that. She was the best in the class. Um, she only had two other dogs in there, but she did a real good job. I'm, I'm happy, happy. Let you pass, so that's good. Um, so let's see, nothing fancy today. We'll just do, I mean, I do have some bourbon, some old Weller Antique Original 107 brand. Uh, it's a decent bourbon. It's 107 proof, which means it is 53.5% alcohol. Um, I never had some of those straight, so I'm gonna actually take a little, take a nip. Uh, I don't know if I have a, I do. I have a little shot glass. Just take a little nip straight. I'm just gonna mix with some apple cider um, right off the bat. This is nothing that uh, that you guys don't know about. Of course, bourbon goes excellent with apple cider as well as uh, like a rum or a dark rum apple cider. It's kind of a go-to for fall. Whew. It's not bad. I mean, it's a it's a good. Uh, it's a little hot. I'll give it that. It's pretty good. Old Waller, there's nothing wrong with it. It's kind of like the the uh, <coughs> having a a 101, um, some wild turkey 101. So we'll go ahead and uh, pour a little bit of that in the glass. I'm just gonna put. Put the bottle away so it's not hanging out. <clears throat> and so I don't fucking take some more drinks out of it. Because <laughs> I got shit to do today. So I poured like two ounces in a glass. Got some lovely apple cider in Michigan. We always have fresh apple cider at our disposal. None of the shit that has... Uh, um, preservatives or any of that, it's just straight, straight apples, or no fucking from concentrate, I should say, no from concentrate bologna, so I just mix that in a little bit of bourbon, and then we're going to, uh, I'm, I have a cinnamon stick, which I'm going to throw in there just for, just for shits, the aroma, I'm going to toast it up a little bit though. So I put it on the flame just to give it a little, get the oils and stuff roasting. I hear it popping. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice little char in there. 
mix it, a little campfire action. Oh yeah, that's good to go. So what would Halloween be without a pumpkin beer? They do have a pumpkin beer I've never tried before. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know uh, if this beer is a, where this beer, uh, I think it says it on the box. I know it's not local. It's Haunted Pumpkin Ale. Oh, it's by the Lucky Girl Brewing in Piston, Pennsylvania. Um, it's Haunted Pumpkin Ale, so it's not local, but I'm assuming it's a, it's a craft, uh, from a craft company, unless it's a craft company that has been uh, created by one of the large distributors. I know Anheuser-Busch has a, has a, a way of doing that, kind of making little sub-companies and pretending that they're, they're micro-brews. Well, we don't got a lot of head there, do we, Mr. Haunted Pumpkin Ale? That might be a strike against you. I know the pumpkin beer that I make has a creamy, creamy, creamy head. Yeah, that is nothing. It seems really carbonated. Hmm. Huh. There's no mouthfeel to it. I mean, the flavor's okay. There's like no mouthfeel to this. Ugh, no. I want my pumpkin beer to have a nice coating, a nice mouthfeel that coats your mouth and enhance uh, a fucking head on it. Why don't you not have a head? I would say skip. <laughs> yeah, uh, the flavor's not bad. The flavor's real tame. I'm used to the pumpkin beer that I make. It took a long time to perfect. I guess I'm a fucking snob when it comes to pumpkin beers. I've put uh, my pumpkin beers against a lot of the, <clears throat> a lot of the big boys, a lot of the big names. I brought. I went to a Halloween party that had a ton of people. Um, and the host is a big into craft beers and bought every single pumpkin beer there was. And I brought a, I brought a case of my pumpkin beer. I made it specifically for the party. Um, it was probably about the fifth, fifth or sixth time I've ever made it. Um, I had some problems with the fermentation, but overall it went decent. And, uh, everybody was, was saying that mine, uh, that mine was the best out of um, out of all of them, and initially a lot of the people did not know that <clears throat> I was the one who made them or made the beers. So, because I had some growlers and stuff that were just sitting there and people were sampling and stuff. So, not that you know, I'm not bragging or nothing. I'm just saying um, I take a lot of pride in it because it's one of the beers that is the biggest bitch to make. It's a huge pain in the ass because I use. Uh, Roasted pie pumpkins, you got to cut them, clean them, 
roast them. Uh, there's some people that boil them with the mash. There's some people that do it at the end. There's like a whole different thing. I just put them in with the boil. Um, and then you gotta filter that out. Uh, there's different things you gotta use to try and uh, get the beer to be clear or, or as clear as possible and not, um, not form a certain amount of scum that's derived from the pumpkin proteins. And it's just a whole fucking thing. It's really crazy. And it's like you gotta be careful with the spice mixture that you use to not have it overly spiced and too perfumey. It's a really hard, pumpkin beer is a really hard beer to get right. It's really hard. Um, it's not just you make a brown ale and you throw some cinnamon in there. I don't consider any, any pumpkin beer that doesn't have pumpkin in it, because some of these beers do this, they just put the spices, it's not a pumpkin beer. It has to have real pumpkin in it. And real pumpkin doesn't have a lot of flavor, so uh, I think next time I make it to fortify the pumpkin, the vegetal pumpkin flavor, I think I'm going to make, do a secondary um, fermentation and I'm gonna add uh, some reduced, I'm gonna make some pumpkin water essentially uh, and then reduce that into like a syrup and then do a secondary fermentation um, to try and fortify. But I've made really good pumpkin beer before. I've fucked it up a couple of times. I've totally fucked it up, uh oh. What do we got here? Hold on. I'm gonna have to hit pause. I just heard the uh, the door. Hold on. All right. Sorry, guys. That was the uh, delivery um, delivery person. Delivery's on Sunday. Would you know it? This is uh, this. I'm assuming is my yep my furniture marker and crayon kit to fix what Rosie damaged. Wonderful puppy, she's the light of my life, but she is a naughty girl when it comes to chewing on furniture. All right, so I'm gonna have to fix it. It's actually furniture my girlfriend bought, which I feel even worse about because she fucked it up big time. So I'm gonna try to fix her mess. But anyways, what are we talking about? I was talking about the pumpkin beers. <clears throat> okay. I think I've spieled on enough about pumpkin beers. We all know it's a, it's a Halloween staple. I uh, haven't actually drank a lot of pumpkin beers this, this uh, October. I don't know. I just haven't been into it. Um, well, again, the money thing. I haven't been buying too much beer. And uh, I don't know, sometimes you get burnt out on it. And everything, when, once October hits, everything's fucking pumpkin spice this and pumpkin spice that. And it just gets to be a little much, so. Ooh, that apple cider drink is real good. But anyways, guys, I have, um, like I said, I was gonna make a little blood. Uh, for those of you who know me, I think uh, I've talked about this before, that I wanted to be a special effects guy. Uh, work in special effects, do the stuff. 
that uh, they do basically on The Walking Dead and whatnot. Um, I've always wanted to be to do that since I was a little kid. But like everything, your things just don't work out. Uh, or maybe I'm just not ambitious enough. I don't know. But I've tried it. I've gotten discouraged by it. I mean, I've done some things. Um, I learned a lot. I've, ta I've taken... Uh, I actually worked on an independent, a couple independent um, movies. I actually worked on one right out of high school. Uh, I went to, uh, there's, there's a place called MPI, the Motion Picture Institute of Michigan. And uh, I remember the summer I graduated high school. That summer, <coughs> um, they were having a class or a um, uh well, it wasn't really a class. It was more like a semester of classes in terms of filmmaking. I've always wanted to do filmmaking, whether it's direct, whether it's right, direct, or, um, uh, you know, I wanted to do special effects, though, too. That's what really got me. Yeah, anything movie-related, it really got me in. My juice is flowing. Uh, so, yeah, these guys, I think it's kind of a scam. Uh, I think they just entered into kind of the scam realm now. I know someone that that went and took their course. It's it's ridiculously expensive. Um, listen to what Kevin Smith says about it. He's got good stories about how he took his money, went to film school, uh, dropped out six months early, took that money and made, uh, and made clerks. That's kind of what it is. You're not really going to learn. Um, you're much better off kind of flying by the seat of your pants. Um, gaining any knowledge you can that's free and just going for it because a lot of the those schools and whatnot are more uh, more trouble than they're worth and um, these guys actually turned out to be somewhat scam artists I guess um, when I took it it was the first year I think it's his first year in inception it really wasn't <coughs> anything but uh, once a week you meet up uh, you go over um, how productions work, what everybody's job does, and whatnot. And then they were actually filming a movie called, um, oh, I have it. I think it's called Dark Angel now. It was called The Omegan. The Omegan. It was basically about angels. It was kind of like a prophecy theme, like angels coming down to earth and uh, wreaking havoc. Um, it was pretty cool. It was like a half million dollar uh, production. Uh, it shot in Detroit. I was on set a couple of times. Um, I actually helped the special effects guy. I worked the wings, the angel wings. I actually helped piecing back together the wings. Uh, there was a lot of glue involved. It was pretty cool. The angel suits and stuff were really cool. They were full body suits. Um, you know, made out of latex and whatever. They were pretty, pretty cool. Uh, the church was really pretty sweet location, actually. Uh, it was, it was, it was a decent experience. I would say it was, um, it was worth it. It wasn't that much money for that. There now, there's school that they had later down the road. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, that I heard was a ripoff from someone I knew that took took the uh, the course, but. Anyways, it got my 
my juice is flowing. I've done some stuff later on, um, you know, with casting silicone and, and doing mask, making masks and uh, making wounds uh, and all that kind of stuff, uh, props and stuff. Um, it's always fun to do. I just couldn't find, uh, you know, my location is pretty hard for uh, that kind of work and uh, if I really wanted to do it, I guess I would have to move out to to L.A., you know, and join one of the uh, studios out there. But that's okay. Um, I like doing it as a hobby anyways. Uh, I've been through the blood, making blood any which way. You can make fake blood out of basically anything. One of my favorite fake bloods to make, though, is hair gel blood. So it's really cheap. Um, it actually dries like real blood. And uh, it's a good thing to do. Now, I don't have all of my special like tricks uh, here. I just went to the store and bought um, the essentials. Uh, but this is basically what you would do. You could make, let's see, how big is this? You can make a good, I bought uh, L, this, uh, the one that I always find is LA Looks. It's Mega Hold hair gel. Comes in a like a, almost a shampoo-like bottle. It's yellowy tint and color. Costs about two dollars for a twenty-ounce bottle, and this will make a whole thing of blood. Now, if you went to one of those Halloween stores like Halloween USA or Spirit, you're going to be paying for a little eight-ounce thing of blood, probably you know, 10, 15 bucks um, for whatever, their stupid vampire blood. You can make so, you can make it on your own for a lot cheaper and you can make a lot more. Oops, well I just broke the fuck out of this thing. All right, well, whatever. I just broke the top off of it. But like I said, it's LA Looks uh, Mega Hold uh, Hair Gel. So we're gonna dump that into I'm gonna dump that into a thing, but I don't wanna, uh, maybe, should I find a better bowl? Let me see if we got a better bowl here. There we go. I don't wanna fuck it, like my, uh, my grandmother, um, uh, she, she was always fascinated by, she was always very encouraging and fascinated by everything that I, that what I would do, but she would always be pissed off when Halloween would come around because there would be red all over the kitchen and when I would wash the shit in the sink, everything would turn red and she would be pissed about it. But she loved she loved that I was so into Halloween and she really liked Halloween herself. She liked how I would decorate the house. Um, so I'm gonna dump this whole thing, this whole thing of LA looks into a, into a, a fucking, a bowl, plastic Tupperware bowl. Oh yeah. And it's got that nice hair jelly smell. Come on. Now it might be a little thick for your needs. It depends on what you want. Um, if you're super serious about I mean, if you want the creme de la creme, 
uh, fake blood. There is uh, blood that's called Fleet Street. It's Fleet Street's uh, fake blood. It is probably the best fake blood I've ever found. It's it's definitely prof as professional as it comes. It's expensive as fuck, um, but I've used it. Um, I've used it a lot. I've bought in, I've bought a lot. Every it comes in like arterial. Comes in like fresh wound, scab wound, and then uh, you know, like dried, uh, brownish uh, flavor. Now, normally, I would have uh, caramel color here, too. Now, I do have red food coloring, which is, a, of course, you need red food coloring for fake blood. So on this 20 ounces, let's do... About, let's do 20 drops. Let's see, 20 drops of... Um, let me get a fork. We'll probably have to do more than that. Now this is all, all relative. You you're gonna wanna experiment with how much, how much blood or how much, uh, how much uh, food coloring you're gonna wanna put in there. But uh, 20 drops, I'll tell you right now. It's making it like a, uh, it's making it go like a freshy, like a freshy blood. Uh, Freshy blood color. Probably want to go a lot deeper than that, though. So we'll do. We'll do about 20 more drops. Now, like, normally I just fucking squeeze it, but I want to give you guys a. Uh, I'm trying to give you guys. Some kind of uh, some kind of uh, uh, what you call it recipe to go go upon. All right. So we gotta add. Normally I would add caramel coloring, which is just brown food coloring. Um, but I don't have any. I don't have any caramel coloring. So I'm actually gonna add a little bit of coffee. It'll actually thin this out as well. So let me add about a, an ounce of brown coffee. Of course, coffee's brown. There we go. Now it's now we're starting to come together. See, I really wish we had another color though. Now you can add a drop of blue. Normally it's like a drop of blue and a drop of green or a couple drops of blue and a couple drops of green or vice versa. You gotta play around with it. Um, I'm gonna add some more. So about 20 more. So about 60, we're about 60 drops of uh, red food coloring in here because we wanna get this, I'm gonna get this fucking. I want to get this red. Now, there's not many bloods that are, any good bloods, not going to be washable. Uh, generally, bloods are not fucking washable. Even the washable ones are not, 
um, are not washable, if that makes any sense to you guys. Uh, they say they are, but they generally aren't. And another ounce of coffee here. Yeah, I really wish I had the caramel, the caramel coloring. Cause that would, uh, that would really like kind of, this is like pink. What's well, not pink, but it's, and there's, there's also this stuff you can get from like, if you have a, a pool or a spa, you go to that supply store, if you really want to get crazy, it's a defoaming agent. And you put a squirt in that, and that way you'll guarantee this will never, this will never like foam up. You'll do that if you make like a, if you put soap, if you put soap in uh, in your blood. Some people put soap. There is a recipe for like soap blood. Um, you would use a defoaming agent. I would probably use a little squirt of it in there. Um, but I need. What do I need? I need. Uh, what do I got? I need to find. I could make a. Here we go. There's baking powder. Baking powder. Yeah, I need the either baking powder or a little bit of flour to make it. Because you gotta can't have it. You gotta have uh, to kill some of the the opaqueness of the. Or a little bit of milk you could add, I guess, but you want to kind of keep it, keep it so it won't spoil, because you can make, um, so I just put a little, a little water on some, into some baking powder, or you could add flour, and this is going to, this is going to kill, um, this is going to kill the, uh, the see-through nature. Uh, make it so it's not as opaque of this uh, of this blood. It's starting to come around. We need to add a lot more food coloring than that. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you what we're about. All right, we're about. Oh fuck. This is a red food color, it's one fluid ounce, so we're about, we put about uh, three-fourths of the the uh, food color. Oh yeah, there we go. So not quite an ounce of food coloring, about three-fourths of a bottle so far. And now it's starting to look, now we're starting to get, get a better color on it. It's still um, get a little bit more. You gotta play around. That's all fun of this kind of shit, is you gotta play around. It's starting to come around. Now I'm gonna have to add something to make this brown, more brown, because it's not, it's coming out fucking, not as, uh, and this is relatively washable. I just got some on my hands. I'm going to wash it off. I think I'm going to add some, uh, the only like dark thing I have here is balsamic vinegar. You know? 
So we had a couple sprigs of balsamic vinegar. And that's what you gotta do. I mean, as a special effects person, you just gotta go with the go with the flow. Now, if I had that caramel food coloring, everything would be uh, right as rain, but I don't. There we go. Oh yeah. Yeah, the darkness of that balsamic uh, really. See, the defoaming agent wouldn't work well because this is starting to foam up a little bit. Probably from the the baking powder, so it was probably a better idea to to add um, to use flour. So I'd suggest using flour. There we go. We're getting real red. I'm just gonna throw the whole fucking the whole the whole thing of red food coloring because I'm not gonna use this for anything else. So we're going in deep. So just add an ounce of red food coloring. What the fuck? Who cares? I'm not gonna use this for anything else. Uh, and I need to have this blood as red as possible. Oh, there we go. So this is looking like, uh, this is like fresh blood. All right, that's looking really good, actually. That's looking really good. This is like fresh blood. Uh... And it won't, it shouldn't necessarily cake up on, uh, or or bead on, uh, oh man, that does look, that does look fucking, that looks fresh as fuck. This is, this blood right now is the color of, like, when you first snip your, snip your finger. Uh, that's kind of what we're going for. We're going to add a little bit, a little bit more of the balsamic. I hate to use this balsamic for this, but I tell you, you just got to. For Halloween. See, I don't like, now the go-to blood is carol syrup blood, right? So I don't like making carol syrup blood, and this is why I'm telling you to make the hair gel blood, because carol syrup blood is nasty when you get, like, the bugs and shit, if you have it outside. Bugs just, I mean, it's fucking sugar, so bugs are gonna be all over it, and uh, it's gross. Especially in the summer. I did some stuff um, where it was hot. We were shooting when it was hot. And you don't want to fucking... You don't want to, uh, to have everything sticky. And your actors don't like being fucking sticky as shit. Um, so the hair gel blood's a little bit... A little bit better on that realm. I had a little... I See, if I had coffee grounds... I usually did this with with uh, with instant coffee, which is a lot better. I wish I had instant coffee, but I had to brew some coffee, so I don't have didn't have instant coffee. Yeah, this is not as dark as I'd like. It's definitely fresh, um, like a fresh cut. I don't know what I what else I have to make this dark. I don't want to keep adding balsamic. Let me see. Let me check the. Um, Check the fridge here. If I had blue, if I had a drop of blue or uh, green food coloring, one drop would probably send me, send it over the edge and make it, uh, get it exactly where I wanted it. Um. Let's see, do we have molasses here? 
those molasses. Now, we're just gonna go with, I just put a little bit more balsamic in there and call it. This is just going on, on some props out in, uh, outside, so. All right. But you guys make it the color you want. I like, I tend to like the blood that's darker and looks more zombie-like. Um, but if you're, it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing like a bloody nose or something that's that's absolutely fresh or vampire dribble, uh, you're gonna want it the lighter, you're probably gonna want it the lighter, the lighter color, right? Yeah, this is definitely, definitely light. But that's okay, it'll work. This will work for what we're gonna use it for. Um, and it'll, it should dry up pretty, pretty nice. So that's about it. I mean, that's real simple. Just use your hair gel as a base. Uh, use a, a thing of red food coloring and I suggest just get the multicolor pack and do a couple drops of blue and then one drop of green or vice versa. You'll probably, you want more um, of one color than the other. So if you're gonna put blue and green in there, do like three drops of blue, maybe one drop of green or three drops of green. Play with it, make sure to do less um, less and then add because once you once you go too far that's it I mean it's especially uh, that's that's important because you can't take away so I would make your base of using your all your food coloring all your red and uh, making that bright red color and then adding make it do a drop first do a drop of blue but if you can get caramel color or caramel coloring, which is nothing more than brown, uh, really brown food coloring, then you can add a couple drops of that. Or, like I said, instant, instant coffee is really good. Just get a teaspoon of instant coffee, put a little water to dissolve it, and that makes phenomenal. Because the coffee has a weird way, it's a nice brown, funky way of staining that looks really cool. So, but this blood is, this blood is more like freshy blood. That's fine. If I find something uh, with a darker color that I can use to throw in there, I'll do so. But for right now, this will work. For our purposes, we're just gonna splatter some on some uh, some crap outside tomorrow. So there we go. We got some blood. So let's continue on here on our Halloween extravaganza. <clears throat> I am gonna fire up uh, fire up stogie or my pipe when we're outside in the garage. So we're going outside. I did go and buy uh, I bought a gallon of fog liquid. Uh, I bought that from Halloween City. Uh, you know those uh, those stores are quite a ripoff. It was like, it was way more expensive than, than it should have been. All right, now I'm at my, my box of, oh, Rosie's going, going nuts out there. I'm sorry, I'm at my box of uh, DVDs. I know what DVD I want to pull out of here. You can't find it anymore. 
I think it's all the way on the bottom. Where are you? Best, uh, oh, there's Day of the Dead. I need that. George Romero's box, uh, oh, that's a DVD. DVD special, uh, shit. God damn it. That fucking dog's barking. God bless America. All right, we're pulling out Day of the Dead. I have to watch this today, though. Where am I at? Oh, man, I have so many horror movies in here. Lisa and the Devil, Bird with Crystal Plumage, Demons, The Whole Nightmare on Elm Street, um, box set on DVD. Uh, a lot of these DVDs, though, you can't fucking find anymore. And I know for a fact the... the um, where the fuck is it? I know for the fact you can't find Dawn of the Dead. Did I not take it? Oh, I'm going to be fucking livid. Where are you? The abyss. Where are you? you got to be in here. Shit. Hold on. That's got to be Day of the Dead right there. Yeah, that's Day of the Dead. Or Dawn of the Dead. Uh, sorry, guys, listening to me ramble, but I got a lot of, a lot of choice, choice movies here, but got to grab my two favorites, which is George Romero's uh, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Two fucking classics. We're going to go back out to the garage, though, because we're going to look, see what kind of Halloween stuff we got. What are you doing? Did you do something you're not supposed to? Because that will kill you. What? You want to go side? This dog is so cute, though, I tell you. Every time she goes to PetSmart, she gets like a... She's like a fucking celebrity. Go on. Go on, honey bunny. Go on. Go get it. Go get it. Go on. I'm not going out. Oh, Jesus. She wants me to go outside with her. Did you pee in here? If you peed in here, I'm going to fucking kill you. No, you didn't. <coughs> All right, come on. Sorry, guys. Rosie wants to go tie. Now we're outside. Go on, honey bunny. Go on. Go on. Go get it. Come on. Go pot it. Go on. Wow. Oh. There you go. She's, she sees her, her buddy, this dog, uh, this is like, uh, it's some kind of mastiff. It's right across the, it's our neighbor right across the way. And it's like fucking 10 times the size of her. But she goes after it. She's so friendly. She's a cool dog. But anyways, oh, Rosie's doing her thing. Um, let's go ahead and put on, I did buy candy, by the way, too. I hope all you guys... Give your kids in the neighborhood some good candy. I was on a budget, but I did end up spending about 50 bucks for candy. I tried, I tried to stretch my dollars, but um, 
I think I got enough. I, I definitely got enough, but it's not of like high quality that I that I <clears throat> really wanted. Um, but that's okay. Kids will kids will be fine. I usually get up and give out handfuls. Now this is the this is the uh, DVD version of Dawn of the Dead that came out uh, on uh, as a nice set. It has U.S. theatrical European uh, documentary disc and an extended cut. Now the European version of uh, Dawn of the Dead, 19, we're talking about the original Dawn of the Dead, 1978, something like that. Um, the European version is a cut by Dario Argento, which is one of my favorite Italian directors. I gotta take, I was watching Friday the 13th part two. I got three that I've yet to watch. Um, so we're just gonna put in the extended version as lengthened scenes. But the Dario cut is a, cuts out a lot of the humor and it has a soundtrack by the awesome, uh, awesome band that does, that did a lot of that Italian horror movie soundtrack called Goblin. Goblin uh, has a lot of cool music. If you guys ever want to check that out, but I'm gonna put on the uh, the extended version. I'll probably watch all versions uh, tonight and tomorrow. I'll definitely put in Day of the Dead uh, to watch. But let's get this fucking rolling here. One of my favorite zombie movies. I know it's a little, to you young people out there, it's a little dated. It is dated. Special effects uh, in the original Dawn of the Dead are a little janky. The... Um, uh, Day of the Dead actually has a lot better, Savini had a lot more resources and has a lot better um, special effects. Um, <clears throat> but he did what he could on Dawn. It's still great. It's still one of my favorite movies to watch. It's such a great, um, such a great uh Horror movie. Here we go. You guys will hear the music come up. It's a good soundtrack. Each version has good, good soundtrack or good music. Very. This is very Car John Carpenter like. Do 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 do. Awesome. Just puts me in the mood. And the way it, I like the way it starts. There we go. In the, uh, I'll turn it all the way down now. In the uh, newsroom, giving you the gist of what's going on in the zombie apocalypse. And then we go on to our heroes and uh, making our way to the mall. Which is still around, I believe, in Pittsburgh. I mean, basically, if you lived in Pittsburgh, you always wanted to be in a George Romero zombie flick. And the commentaries on these are fucking phenomenal. I don't know if you guys can, I, I know that, um, I think the original Dawn of the Dead DVDs and 
Blu-rays are kind of out of print, and I don't even think they made a Blu-ray that, that had all this stuff. So if you can find this set, it's a black set with an art book. It has like four different uh, discs. Uh, and I'm sure on eBay it's going for like at least 100 bucks. I mean, I would think because it's just not available. But these are the de definitive uh, versions. And just for the fucking commentary alone, it's always great to listen to. I mean, these guys were guerrilla filmmakers, really. <clears throat> and they were doing this at... Uh, you know, after hours at the mall, George Romero, I guess, knew knew the owners of the mall, and they let him use the place, but it had to be after hours, so pretty cool, really cool information you can get from these commentaries. So I got this, got that rolling, rolling in the background there, and my blood is still, yeah, see, my blood's a little foamy, probably should have just used, uh, Probably should have just used some flour. No, it does look it does look like it got darker, doesn't it? Let's see. Let me put it on a knife. Yeah. Yeah. It looks all right. I want it darker though. Maybe I'll boil. Maybe I'll, I might boil down. Uh, I might boil down some coffee and uh, try and get it trying to get a, like a really deep let me see trying to get a deep uh, a deep brown color that's what I'll have to do I'll boil down some coffee make it concentrated that'll fucking that'll turn this the turn this to exactly what I want all right but let's go let's take this whirlwind tour and go uh Go into the garage. Oh, you know what? I have some... I have some stain here. Wait, good thing I went in the garage. I have some dark stain. Some, some uh, concrete stain. Some charcoal color. Let me try this. That I used for my... Uh, when I did... Redid the countertops in the kitchen. Uh, I actually did this technique where the countertops were laminate, so I got some, uh, I went and did a splash coat of uh, concrete on top of the laminate, and then I colored the concrete. So it actually looks like we have concrete countertops, but they are uh, indeed laminate underneath. The laminate was fucking atrocious, and uh, I think it came out really well. Uh, it ended up costing me a little bit for supplies, and then, shh, Rosie, settle down. No, 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 and uh, stop, Rosie, stop. It turned out really well. The only thing is it's not the most durable. Stop, Rosie, stop it. It's not the most durable thing. So let me add some of this concrete color. This is a black, a charcoal color. And this will this will make me dark. Make it dark. 
I should have looked in the garage because I know I got some paints and stuff in there. Just add a dab. Now you guys certainly wouldn't add, wouldn't have any of this on hand, but like I said, you just do it with the other, with the other food colors. It's just like a paint. You could do that with acrylic. You use acrylic paints if you wanted. Anything you'd find at like a Hobby Lobby or Hobby Store. You used to have tons of acrylic, acrylic paint hanging around. I still like the coffee technique because if you ever notice when blood dries, it has a little brown. Um, it actually goes a little brown, so. All right. This is really starting to look good. Let me add some more of this. Uh, this charcoal pigment's expensive, so I don't know. All right, this should be good. Should be good. I'm such a fucking stickler for, I mean, I'll spend a lot of time trying to get blood colors right and stuff, but that's, you know, it's always the attention to detail with a lot of this shit. That makes it right, that makes it cool. And I, if I did like some some kind of special effects work, I always had to try to pay, pay attention to the details and it's definitely appreciated. All right, yeah, this is looking good. Let me add a little, uh, you're still looking a little, one more. More splash. I don't even know what this pigment is made of. Mixing blood. This brings me back to my childhood. I always used to do mix fucking gallons of this stuff. I just used to go overboard. Overboard on Halloween. Splash the, uh, would splash my mom's, uh, door. We'd get the door all bloody and write shit on it, like, help me, and, uh, all that kind of stuff. It was fun for the kids. All right, that's looking good enough. I don't know if I have any other, let me see if I have any other brown... That's so much shit that I bought for for working on the house. All right. Well, we're gonna go through our go through my Halloween stuff here. Got to move. I've been painting. Uh, been painting cabinetry. So let's move some of this stuff. Make it. Uh, Make some space. God damn it. It's like painted down to the fucking. Uh oh. Let's see if I can. If we can lift this up. This door's like painted. Because I had to paint it on a surface, so this fucking thing's 
Jesus Christ. All right, well, let's see if I can knock it. Jesus. There we go. Hear that? Jeez. That was a door. A door that was painted to... Got some fucking black shit on there. Damn it. All right. Yeah, this is a project that'll take forever. Painting cab painting cabinet doors is a pain in the asshole. I'll tell you that. Just needed to make some room for my, let me check out our Halloween stuff. Now I have my smoker out here, which is a Chevette, C-H-A-U-V-E-T. Uh, it's a pro smoker, it's the Hurricane, Hurricane 1700 has a modular remote, which has a timer um, and a manual button and like a 20 foot cord so you can set it off, set it off from a remote location, or have it uh, have it on a time interval. Now, like I said, I got the I got a gallon of fog from Halloween USA, but this uh, is just normal fog liquid. Normally, I would buy this stuff called Froggies. I'm pretty sure they're still around. It's Froggy's Fog, and they have a whole variety of, <coughs> of different smoke liquids. You name it, they got it. They got stuff for dead, stuff for low hanging, all that kind of stuff. They even have stuff that you can mix in to, to create smells. I think even to be gross, they have like a corpse, a corpse smell and shit like that. Highly recommend Froggy's Fog Liquid. I've used it for years and years and years and years. Very good stuff. Um, now, if you wanted like a, uh, a, a fog effect where, now this is just a standard smoke machine, so the smoke's gonna go everywhere. Now, if you wanted it to stay low, you would buy a special liquid and then run it through uh, a chilling device, which you can make your own. Basically, you chill down the fog, and when it exit, exits, um, it stays low because it's colder and more dense than the air uh, around it. So it stays low and hug the ground. There's plenty of, uh, plenty of tutorials on how to build it. You can actually buy one. But basically all you would need is a huge bin, some, uh, some HVAC piping, and uh, a shit ton of ice that you would put in the bin. Um, and you would chill down the fog. I don't do that. I just sticking with fog right now. This is the first time. Oh shit! This is the first time we're doing this at this house. So I really, I've been off my game. I just, I gotta stop being Mr. Uh, Mr. Depression. You know, getting into a funk and then, and then. Uh, you know, not taking care of business. 
I should have been more in my Halloween game. <clears throat> so, a little sad about that, but uh, it does, uh, I'm getting perked up here with making some blood and all that jazz. So, we still got a lot to talk about. I mean, hope you guys are still with me here. The, uh, lots of stuff going on in the games realm. I'm just pouring another one of these haunted beers. This one had a lot more foam. All right. A lot more head on it. Maybe I got a Bunkeroni one. All right, that's a lot better. That's better. It has more head, but still, I don't think I'd recommend, uh, I don't think I'd recommend this, uh, this haunted, haunted beer. There's better ones. There's Screaming Pumpkin, which is pretty good. Um, that's a, that's a beer. I forget who makes them. Griffin Claw. I forget who makes it, but. All right, we're going to go outside and uh, go through our Halloween stuff here. And then we'll talk about what's been going on video game wise and, uh, you know, shows and stuff. But let's get a, let's get a, I haven't smoked my pipe in a while. So let's, let's load her up. Now I was a big cigar smoker, but I actually enjoy the smoking pipe tobacco a lot better. Um, there's a huge variety of different pipe tobaccos you can get. My favorite is stuff called Frog Morton, and I think it's by the McLeland uh, Tobacco Company. This particular Frog Morton is Frog Morton Cellar, and it actually has a a uh, a stave or a little piece of charred wood from a whiskey barrel. So how can you guys, how can you fucking go wrong with that? Uh, you can actually clean your pipe with, with scotch and whiskey. It's the preferred method. Uh, so I do, I've enjoyed it a lot. I started getting into it a couple years ago. Um, it's just a little bit more convenient and, uh, I don't know. I dig it. Like I dig the certain these, some of these certain types of uh, types of tobacco I can get. Uh, I still like cigars, um, but pipe, pipe tobacco can be just as good. Oh, uh, my fucking! I think my pipe lighter has had it though. Well, there we go. Definitely really enjoyable. Sorry, I'm trying to get this fucking thing lit. Come on. Come on. Let's fortify this fucker. 
There we go. Now we're lit. It's a little bit of a technique. You gotta use it and then you gotta pound it down a little bit. But I like it, I don't have a fancy pipe or anything. You actually can get some really good, uh, some really good corn cob pipes. God damn it, that fucking went out again. There we go. Now we're cruising. All right. So let's see. All right, I got like a mini skeleton here. He's made out of uh, hard PVC. Looks exactly like a skeleton, but just child size. Um, I, uh, I took some, some brown shoe polish and stained him. So he's definitely gonna have to be, have to be hidden or, uh, or uh, not hidden, but hung outside. Oh, here's a decapitated head. That has a hook and extra gore. This will be where we use some of the blood we made. So just a latex head, his eyes popping out. Actually, it looks like Glenn's eye that got fucking rocked in the, the Walking Dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this will be nice. This will be real nice. To hang outside. Sorry, I'm actually, I actually have uh, my pipe going here, so. But this is why I'm gonna do this podcast, so. We're just gonna. Now I have some floodlights. Like if you're on a budget, and the best thing, and you want your house to stick out, the best fucking thing you can do is get some of those floodlights from Home Depot, the colored ones, the, the red, the green, the yellow. Point those at your house, get a smoke machine, get some kind of spooky soundtrack and a speaker, and that's all you need. That is good enough. It'll look awesome. And it doesn't cost that much money. All right, I got, got some red light rope. I don't know what, what I'm gonna use that for. But. Mm. Now here's a, this is a skull that I got in at yeah, Toys R Us. It's actually a bank. This thing was actually a bank and uh, I just painted it and put some fucking, put some blood and some, I did some toilet paper with some glue for some flesh. It looks good, it's like a real skull. Now I have some extra things from, uh, the whole reason why I stopped doing Halloween stuff, 
have some plastic, a plastic chain that I painted, um, was because I got vandalized. A couple years ago, I got, uh, I put my Halloween stuff out. I remember it as if it was yesterday. Um, it was raining all day, and normally I don't put my Halloween stuff out until, um, until uh, the day of, because a lot of it just could get ruined by weather, or a lot of it is expensive uh, that I don't want stolen. And uh, I, I, it was raining all day long, and I was outside, wet as fuck, cold as fuck. Um, And uh, I got it all set up. Then I had some teenagers vandalize my setup. They stole a bunch of shit. They broke my uh, my coffin. Then I had set up. Um, it was not good. I was it. it threw me over the edge, and I was really quite depressed uh, by the whole scenario. But now I'm at a new house, and we'll try this again. I got a lot of chains, these big plastic chains. I always wanted to set it up to look like a, like a scene from Hellraiser with a bunch of chains like hanging down and shit. Let's see. I got a lot of skull heads actually. This one, this is like a half skull head. Oh, I got one that had that takes batteries. Ooh. Hear that? There we go. All right. Oh, I got a fucking hammer in here. Ugh. So I got one green floodlight. I have to see where I'm going to put these outside. Now I have my uh, controller for my, hopefully I have the, uh, I have a humongous, like a, an eye piercing. I forget how many watts it is if I can, if I, if I got it here. Um, strobe light. A bunch of wires and shit. I've only got three bins. I don't think I have everything. Oh, this thing's, this thing's pretty cool. My girlfriend got me this. Uh, it's like a, it's a dog ghost. It's a ghost that, uh, it's just a ghost of a dog, really. And I, 
and I decorated it, I painted the skull so it wouldn't be happy. And you just buy the cheap shit. If you buy the cheap shit and you paint it up, it can make it look pretty fucking cool. This thing takes batteries too. Let me see if it... This thing was motion, motion activated. Oh well. I'm not, I'm not fucking, oh shit. <laughs> That's a bat. That's a bat. I wonder what, oh Jesus Christ. Shut up. That was a bat. Uh, what does this guy do? All these little target like voice activated things. Let me is this? I gotta get up in there. Uh, it's like a ghost with a head that, a head that protrudes forward. Ah! There we go, my snake. This thing, this thing's pretty sweet. snake. Fuck, these things take so many batteries. I gotta get some batteries tomorrow. I didn't know, uh... Oh, I got my Freddy glove. I'm sorry if I, yeah, I've been ignoring. I'm sorry if I haven't been as vocal. Uh, just looking at all this stuff brings back a lot of my Freddy glove that's all fucking fucked up, but it's, it's one of those cheap plastic ones that you get from any, like Halloween uh, USA. Uh, but I painted it with, uh, I painted it with this paint that uh, contains metal. And if you spray it with this, this spray, it'll actually create real rust. So my, this plastic Freddy glove looks really rusty and cool is because it actually is, uh, has real rust and stuff on it. It's pretty cool. Now where is, I got some skull hands. Ugh, God, some of this stuff is all full of fucking blood. Skull hands. Yeah, I wish I could find my zombie. Yeah, some more skulls. Oh, there's a decapitated, uh, you never have too many skulls. I got a lot of skulls here, and then a decapitated hand. That's got years of, years of crap on it, which is always good. Makes it look authentic. It's another skull. Another skull, I have a lot of skulls out here. 
kind of cool. Now I did make a, make a soundtrack. Oh, here's a rope. Kind of like a, just a fucked up rope or an old looking rope. It's some material to drape at the house. Oh, I gotta find a, get some, yeah. Yeah, it's always the little things. Just put in a little bit of effort. Most people will appreciate it who like the, uh, who enjoy the holiday. Oh, here's some more chains. That's the chains and then the, I just bought plastic chains from Home Depot and then I painted it with that, that paint that rusts and then uh, sprayed it. Now they look like real rusty chains, but they're just cheap ass plastic fucking, cheap plastic fucking things. Oh, actually, oh, I found a cast in my hand that I did in silicone, which is kind of cool. And then I found two, two skull uh, candles. They were like, I got them from Target there. They're painted um, metallic color, but they're red on the inside and they bleed. So they kind of bled. So I'll see where I can put those. Those are pretty cool. I'm gonna have a lot of skulls. I think, uh, I think the key will be finding out where to place all this stuff because I haven't done it at this house yet. Oops. Put that in Here we go. Now I have a, all right, this is a drill. This is a drill with a this attachment that's the Web, Webmaster 2000 that you put, um, you actually fill it full of Elmer, or not Elmer's glue, uh, rubber cement, and you can create, you can create spider webs, but we're not using that. But that's kind of how they do it in Hollywood is, it's just basically sprays an array of rubber cement and you can form and make, create webs uh, from it that are really authentic and really cool looking, but they're not very good for outside. Um, so we're not gonna use that. Oh, I have my speakers, which is good. And I found my, uh, And I found my, my strobe light. All right. All right, I'm not gonna put you guys through this. I know this is probably, you can't, cause you can't see. This should be a video, um, a video podcast, I guess. But you can't see it, but it's good. I opened up everything. The gist of this stuff is this is not all expensive 
craziness. It's a lot of little pieces, things you can get creative with. My speakers, my strobe light. I don't have enough floodlights. I thought I had more floodlights here. That kind of sucks um, that I don't have a red floodlight. A lot of things with batteries that I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get or not uh, in terms of replacing the batteries for it. But we're just get creative. This isn't gonna be a a huge how to you know a, a huge to do. Uh, I know I got a lot of this stuff in storage and whatnot that I'm still missing, uh, which is all right. I mean. But we're gonna do what we can. Last year, I know there wasn't a lot of kids here. We just got the house last year, but I did still give away candy. I had my my mom come over and hand out candy. Um, so then I got this stuff laid out. After this, I'm gonna gonna check to see uh, how I can how can I can place a lot of this stuff. So. Well, that'll be that'll be that for the explore going down Halloween memory lane and kind of exploring some of this uh, this stuff, which is cool. What are you doing, Rosie? Oh, so <clears throat> let's see the. Uh, The Walking Dead. Let's start talking about uh, talking about movies and stuff and TV shows. Well, for all of you that have that are Walking Dead fans and have seen The Walking Dead, the premiere happened. And what happened in the premiere? Oh Jesus! What happened? Well, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was so bad that my girlfriend walked out on the uh, on the episode. It couldn't take it as soon as uh, some of the stuff started happening. Um, I know that's probably the biggest the biggest TV show episode in a long time. Um, I mean, it was huge. It was huge. Monumental. I've been a fan of The Walking Dead ever since it came out. Um, ever since it came out, what, six, six, seven years ago or whatever? Um, crazy. Crazy. Crazy that we lost um, a character that started from the first season, and then we lost another character that was relatively, um, relatively big. Um, no doubt about it. Not that I'm, I, like I've said before, I don't, I'm not a huge follower of the comics. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that makes me a poser or not, just watching the TV show and whatnot. But uh, uh, this is rumored to happen, whatever, what, what happened uh, was rumored to happen. Um, the, we did lose Abraham first. And then we lost um, Glenn, which was huge. And then uh, 
We almost lost a piece of um, Carl. Carl! Carl! Carl, get on the house! Carl! Stay in the house! Um, yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough watch, and I must say that I was, dis I was legitimately disturbed. I was legitimately disturbed by the episode. Uh, I was upset. I was, um, I had a lot of emotions going. I wanted to be a baby and, and shut it down. I really didn't want to watch it after, after, um, after the shit happened. I wanted to turn it off. I actually didn't watch The Talking Dead because I was so upset. Um, yeah, I didn't know how I felt about it. Like, I didn't know how I felt about the, the, the series anymore. Um, I'm just telling you an honest reaction to it. The, uh... Afterwards, I came to my senses, and uh, and um, like I agree with I agree with what happened, and I thought that I thought that this needed to happen. We needed a reset because what what was going to happen if things continued as they were is it was already getting kind of stale. All right, Alex Alexandria or whatever, what they found. Um, the Walking Dead was going in a stale kind of direction where, you know, I know Rick was being more aggressive uh, to, to go out and, and get supplies and, and take care of uh, threats before they actually became a threat. But... Um, yeah, I think what happened needed to happen. The group needed a we needed a reboot. Um, now, does that mean I'm gonna we're gonna like characters as much as the original characters? I don't know. Will there be another character that people like as much as Glenn um, that comes new? I don't know. Uh, you know, of course, everybody loves Daryl. I don't think anything's gonna happen to Daryl. Um, you know, people of Coral, people of uh, Rick. Now, the supplemental characters, I don't know. I mean, a lot of them, I just, you know, once we lose all of the originals, is the show still going to be uh, worth watching? Or, you know, um, I know we still have Carol... Carol around. I would like to. I would like to see. Um, I guess I'd like to see Carol. Uh, Carol be a big part of what's coming up. I know there's some new characters and whatnot coming, but that just doesn't. It just seems that the new characters that get brought into the series. Um, you just don't have that that love for them or that tie to them as much as you do some of the originals. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I absolutely think this was a the right decision and we needed a reboot. Glenn, as sad as it was, he needed to go. 
And uh, I think Abraham was just in there as a, um, as a supplemental victim to throw you off track. Uh, I think Abraham was just a, a uh, casualty of what they wanted to do. Um, I get it. I like it. I didn't like when it happened. I was, like I said, I was really upset. Um, I think the, this kind of gave The Walking Dead a little bit uh, of a new life, um, which is good. I'm happy about that. The uh, I know there is the fear of The Walking Dead and that show to watch, but I really, you know, after the first season, I really just, I'm not into it really. So I, I haven't been watching that show. Maybe I should give it another fair shake. Um, but uh, really the main deal is The Walking Dead, and I think it's, uh, it's going in a good direction. I think it gave it a little bit more legs. The, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this dynamic works out. You know, we have Maggie, who is currently pregnant with Glenn's baby. Um, we actually have a, a villain that is a whirlwind of terror, and he's only been on, what, two episodes? Um, so Negan, as a villain, is absolutely um, phenomenal. Uh, he's just, he's crossed, crossed a fucking line and it's going to be interesting to see how the uh, how the team deals with them. Uh, now they are the uh, the group is nothing more than slaves to Negan at this point because Negan has Daryl uh, Daryl in his uh, possession, so they're going to have to go and get uh, get supplies and whatnot for Negan. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Rick is going to deal with being a subordinate and uh, a, basically a slave um, to uh, another guy and uh, how that whole group deals with that. Uh, it was just an all in all. The whole thing was a disturbing fucking episode. It was It was insane. Uh, But uh, really good. I commend them on their their decisions to uh, to take a risk and actually get rid of. Uh, he was a, as major of a character as as anybody. So uh, he's right there with the original with the original crew, and uh, he's had a lot of. Glenn has had, definitely had a lot of scary situations. And this is just one that he never, that he just didn't get out of, unfortunately. Um, now the, I don't know how the, how, how much longer The Walking Dead has in it. Uh, who knows? I would like to see, instead of the show pittering out, I'd like to see it go out with a bang. So I don't know um, how they're going to handle the end of, uh, the Walking Dead, but um, uh, I'm, I'm sure we're a, we're a decent amount away from uh, from an ending at least. But uh, 
it's going to be interesting little uh, dynamic. At least this season will be really uh, will be really. I, I won't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect in terms of what are these episodes going to hold. Is are they just going to collect supplies for this guy? Where the fuck is Carol? Like, you know, they're bringing in this 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 other guy that has a fucking tiger. Um. So, so I don't know. Interesting stuff. Did not disappoint. Uh, uh, was a little upsetting. Uh, I, I don't know. I really think it might have lost. It might have lost uh, some fans. I mean, people were really upset. Uh, really, really upset by what happened to Glenn. Um, not so much Abraham. I mean, Abraham's kind of like definitely overshadowed uh, by the death of Glenn. But uh, yeah, people were, were extremely upset and they might have lost some of their fan base. But I was one of those, um, I'm one of those people that just thought it through and uh, I'm on board. I'm definitely on board. But it was hard. It was hard. And I commend a fucking TV show for bringing out that kind of emotion. You know? I mean, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty fucking amazing to me that I that it could evoke that kind of uh that kind of emotion. Um pretty cool from a TV show. So, really good. Uh that's why I've always thought now that The Walking Dead's out, I always think that's exactly what the zombie genre needed. Um, you know, like I, I still have Dawn of the Dead on here now. They're in the they're they're in the mall and going for it. But uh, these kind of episodic shows are what you need to see. Uh, I, I've always thought that about the world. Like Dawn of the Dead is a world. Where do they go after? The mall, you know, what, what happens to these guys? I know they, two of them, I think two of them survive at the end and get out of there, but what, what comes after? What's, you know, like what goes on? What, uh, what's the rest of the world like and how is it going to be like uh, afterwards? And we get that from, and we do get that, but we've got that in series, so we get that in Day of the Dead uh, where they're actually underneath <clears throat> the earth in a bunker in a military bunker trying to figure out the whole thing and uh, stuff goes awry and if anyone hasn't seen the original day of the dead I highly highly recommend it much different than Dawn of the Dead um, but still a great movie in itself uh, interesting to see what happens and then uh, you know Romero had Land of the Dead and then he essentially fell off uh in terms of making zombie movies. But I didn't think Land of the Dead was... I actually kind of like Land of the Dead. <laughs> you know, I didn't like it so much when I first saw it, but I, 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 I dig it. I think it has its place. Um, I kind of dig it. Uh, so, yeah, well, I mean, there's the, uh, the zombie zombie speech. Um there are there is as first Evil Dead and uh, Westworld is has been uh, airing. Uh, Westworld is really really good show. Um, I think I like the first episode and second one. 
whatever. I mean, it's kind of getting, to me, it's kind of getting paint by numbers a little bit, but uh, Westworld's pretty good. Westworld's a good show to check out. Um, I don't know where they're going to go for it. They need to mix things up a little bit. Uh, but it's got some interesting, there's some interesting things happening in that show. Um, and that was definitely another movie where I always thought that, man, I wish I could get more. I wish I <coughs> knew more. So Westworld is kind of cool. You get to see the, um, every week you get to see the workings of what's going on in that, that, uh, um, you know, uh, created a fantasy land and then what the behind the scenes are and, all, and whatnot. That's a really good show. And then, uh, of course, you got Ash vs. Evil Dead, which is still killing it, even though the last episode, I think it was episode three of this season, was kind of blah. It was it more or less was a Christine ripoff kind of filler episode. Um, but I think it was the first or second episode they actually had a, they had this scene in the morgue, in a morgue, where... Ash was looking for the book, and the book was um, hidden inside of one of the bodies. It was by far the most fucked up, uh, funny, grotesque moments in a movie or a TV show I've ever witnessed. It's fucking hilarious and gross. And I highly recommend, uh, of course, you watch uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. This show's still killing it. That's another, that's another uh, world where I'd be more than happy to see uh, at least five seasons full of, uh, full of goodness. I think the cast is really good. Even though I do think Lucy Lawless is a little bit of, I don't know, she's a little bit lost. Like, I don't actually get why she's in the, in the show so much. I know she's acting as like a, as like a host or a... Um, I don't, I don't actually know. I don't know. I think we could actually lose the Lucy Lawless character, but um, what's her face? Dana DiLorenzo is awesome. I love her. She's my new favorite girl. Um, I think she's good. And what's his Paco or pa Pedro with his, his insane Kramer here? He's, uh, he's awesome in it, too. And, of course, Bruce is always killing it. Uh, now Bruce's father is dead, so we have no more... Million Dollar Man, which was kind of a, I don't know. That shit was kind of lame, too. I mean, now he's gone. He was in, what, three episodes? They hyped that guy being in the show um, so much at, like, they're doing the uh, Comic-Con circuit, and now, uh, now he's a goner. So, eh, whatever. Like, uh, but uh, hopefully the episode tonight will be awesome. Uh I'm sure. I don't know. I, I forget what. Uh, I know the car was possessed. Last episode, the car basically was about the car possession and whatnot. And then we have Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi chilling, uh, chilling, uh, finally making. Uh, it was a, de we did a decent amount of an episode. But, anyways, uh, that's everything basically movie wise, what's been going on and uh, TV wise. But oh my God, do we have another, uh, 
Do we have another console coming out in March of 2017? Nintendo has actually unveiled the Nintendo Switch. Boom! 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 So we got the Nintendo Switch coming. Uh, finally have a commercial. Uh, everybody was predicting it was going to be some kind of portable console hybrid. Uh, supposedly it's powerful enough to be more powerful than uh, what we currently have, Xbox and PS, PS4. Um, uh, I'm a little skeptical about that whole bullshit. Um, and I'm also a little worried about uh, it being the master of nothing and average at everything in terms of it being uh, not powerful enough to really compete with a uh, console that stays in your home and not having a good enough battery life to compete with a portable uh, gaming solution. We will see. Uh, the, the rumors are in in terms of what the battery life is. It's, I've heard that uh, it's three hours or less of gaming, uh, which is, it's skirting the edge there. And uh, I'm more on the side of if you're playing Skyrim like they posted in, uh, on their commercial, if you're playing Skyrim, I bet you dollars to fucking donuts that you're not going to get more than two hours out of that fucking thing. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It really, with Nintendo, it comes down to, of course, third-party support and how much they support their consoles and how much they release games on time. Um, I think that... Uh, that they have a, 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 a bad history of abandoning, like, what's going on with the Wii U now, okay? I mean, they just kind of, like, the same thing with, like, GameCube and then to the Wii, to the Wii U. It's kind of like they're, they're pumping out these consoles, and then what happens? I mean, as an, if I was an owner of the previous consoles, I'd be like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like... Can you not support us anymore? I mean, I own a GameCube. I got rid of it almost immediately because it was like six months to a year before another game came out after I bought the fucking thing. Uh, you know, the, the Wii U was a terrible attempt. Um, I think this Switch is what they wanted the Wii U to be. Uh, so... We'll see. It's all up in the air. Nintendo doesn't have the best track record with uh, with these new, these these newer consoles. Uh, they do not at all. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they're easy enough to develop for, and have some push behind them where they can uh, uh, where they can actually succeed. I hope they succeed. I want them to succeed. I love uh, PC gaming. And uh, it's always nice to have a supplemental uh, console. If anything, I would rather have something more unique than uh, the PS4 that I do have because the only 
reason I play the, my PS4 is for exclusives. Now, if my PS4 was uh, portable or uh, did something more innovative, I would like it more. Um, even though I do, actually it does. I can't totally knock it because my PlayStation 4, I can play on the road with my Vita because I can do, uh, I can do remote console. So that it, it does actually uh, have some uniqueness to it. No, Xbox One, no, not really. Um, so I don't know. I, I hope that I really want to be positive about the Nintendo Switch and uh, hope that it... Uh, It makes an, you know, makes some good strides and a name for itself, and and is everything that it promises, and uh, <clears throat> and is successful. Because I would certainly buy one if, um, you know, the game lineup's right, and I felt that they were actually going to support the fucking thing, and not uh, a year from now or two years from now make the switch you or the switchy switchy ditchy, and have something else and then abandon uh, support. So we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see about that one. It's, you know, um, it's brand new. There's going to be no new information until next year, until January of uh, next year. Um, and this is supposed to be out in March. So we'll know game lineup. We already know that Skyrim is going to be on there. Uh, you know, there's a Mario game. There's a Zelda game, of course. I mean, that's fucking... You know, I mean, that's a given. And uh, we'll see. So uh, that was the big, 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 big gaming news that came out uh, this month, um, which is pretty cool. So I hope, uh, I mean, I've just been engrossed right now. Uh, now that Battlefield, Battlefield 1 came out last week, I didn't have enough money to buy it till uh, this past Friday, so I finally got it. It's fucking amazing. Um, I love the game. It's uh, it's a great game. I got it from Green Man Gaming for $49 instead of $59. So, that's something to look out for, guys. Uh, you can always get... Uh, if you look, you can get games a little bit cheaper. Um, so, I think it's... Uh, I think it's going to have some legs. I like playing it a lot. I've been thinking about it all weekend. Actually, I haven't jumped in there today, but I'll probably jump in there a, bit, a little bit later um, before everything goes down with um, with uh, Sunday shows and whatnot. Um, and then after, i got to fucking set up my Halloween stuff, like I said. Um, I know this went kind of long. Right, how, how long are we? Sorry, I know a lot of it was rambling and whatnot, but uh, I know this went kind of long. Um, and a lot of stuff to talk about. I know we probably bored some of you with um, going through my Halloween stuff, but something I needed to do, and I really thought I needed to at least get another podcast out here before Halloween hits. Um, you know, and hopefully I'll do do more of these. Um, I just there's some changes coming. I, I hopefully I'll be a little bit more successful on Beam. I'm trying the best I can with certain things. Uh, I want to be a little bit more financially set, um, whether it's with the current job I'm in, 
maybe I'll find another another job or um, you know maybe I'll do something that I actually enjoy I mean I do enjoy podcasting and uh, and playing um, games on stream but you know that's not necessarily a way to uh, to support uh, yourself or a family so I just want to be the master of my own destiny at some point and uh, and uh, not have to worry about um, you know money all the time like I have been uh, it's kind of it's been sucky but uh, I do have some support I, and you guys are always uh, really good support just anyone who comes in stream and says hi is uh, is really um, awesome I always uh, I always have fun I mean mainly streaming is like a pick-me-up too I mean when there's people in in chat and I get to talk to you guys it's always fun uh, um, it's always a fun time but then on the other side of that when things get dead and and nobody comes out and and whatnot uh, sometimes you can that can be a little bit depressing. You'd be like, "Oh fuck, I had a shitty stream yesterday." But um, you know, you take the good with the bad, and uh, I'm not complaining. I certainly love it, and I'll uh, I'm uh, excited to see what uh, what streaming just the beam beam's gonna gonna have in terms of uh, the future. Um, but I'll still be on Twitch for a little bit longer, so. All right, guys, uh, thanks for listening. I know this, this podcast went a little bit long. Uh, almost, we're very close to two hours, so. Um, hopefully, you guys have a good Halloween and uh, give those kids some candy and maybe scare a couple of those motherfuckers and uh, spray some blood on some people. And uh, let me know. Let me know how your blood recipes uh, uh, work out. And uh, I'll try to post some Instagram uh, pictures of of uh of the halloween setup even though it's not you know it's not going to be extensive but uh, it'll be enough to uh for the kids to enjoy and whatnot so all right guys thanks enjoy your uh enjoy your halloween and hopefully i'll talk to you in uh it'll be less than uh not a month i'm sure probably uh probably in a week or two probably two weeks um depending on how things go um, or I'll see you on stream and uh, check me out on uh, beam.pro slash Jesus wept 669. All right, guys.